Okay, it wants to work. I hate my life. Welcome back to Sports Headlines, the most authentic place in sports. Um, home of the Sean Davis right 98 point. What is it? 98.7% of the time? Seven says. Because last night, I'm getting right into last night. Hmm? It's not even right anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I, I, I was right. I said the Nuggets will win because it is so hard to snatch the momentum back. You're right. You when you're up 3-1. Yes, you said that. Mm-hmm. I know do, I did. Do you remember my yeah. reasoning? Do you remember what my reasoning of picking the Clippers? Because they had Kawhi Leonard and you no, look like an idiot. You the Nuggets. Oh. That was my sole reason. Okay. And that's just disrespectful. See, see, we, we pride us of not being here. That's something ESPN would do more. That's something ESPN would do. I know, but you you got me, you got me a little annoyed with that 98.7. So <laughs> see, you should have just you should have just went with the person that's 98.7% of the time right. I mean, that's what I would do if I mean if I knew somebody, but I, I am that somebody. Anyway, let's get right into it. Um so last night, game seven, Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers, they had to get it done. But oh, wait, it was Jamal Murray for the Nuggets that got it done. Jamal Murray will fit for 40 points in five assists. This is, for, if I'm not mistaken, his fourth 40 point game in these playoffs, including two 50 point games as well. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, the two guys that the Clippers went out and heavily wanted all that yeah those two guys they they combined for 24 points on 10 of i think it was 34 is that what is that what i sent you it, no it was 10 of 38 oh 10 hmm? of 30 yeah my bad my bad that 10 for 24 didn't even make sense with Kawhi leonard shooting six for 22 on the night and after the game um i actually didn't even title and this is a sports on episode for today. That's not even what the title is. After the game, Paul George said basically, hey, well, we, this is a team that didn't really felt that it was a championship or bust year. Also stating that um, this is a team that will get better with more time and that they basically saying they didn't have enough. What's your reaction from last night in, your, in Paul George's comments? Paul George, stop talking, man. I mean, you, you. I think you're embarrassed. You should be embarrassed that you didn't even make the conference finals. Everyone was expecting you to. You were probably favored over the Lakers for a little bit um, going into the season, and and you collapsed. And you can't blame that on chemistry. You can't blame that. Especially, you know, if you dropped forty points, and Kawhi had thirty, then maybe blame it on chemistry a little bit. But, I mean, just looking at it right here, Kawhi, 14 points, 6 and 6. Yourself, 10 points, 4 and 2. 2 for 11 from the field. So, it's just something that, that can't happen. Um, if if you want to be taken seriously, you've got to show up, especially in the playoffs. That's where the greats are made. And then uh, Jokic, 16 points, but 22 boards. How about that, man? They cannot contain him. Now, it's going to be interesting seeing him and Davis battle it out. I don't think he's going to be as uh, successful. In fact, I know he's not going to be as successful as he was this season. 
but or this series. But um, I, I want to see what he can do. Um, Sean has said that there's no competition between the two, and technically they do pay, play two different positions. Uh, he revised his statement to saying Jokic is the better center and AD is the better power forward, which I can agree with. But I said, I said AD, no, 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 no. You're gonna quote if you're gonna if you're gonna quote me, quote me freaking right. That's what you all said. I clearly stated in one of my more recent episodes. Jokic is the better center. AD is the better big. Big. I never said power four. I said big. So quote me right at least, please. And we oh. will see about that in this series. I'm not taking anyone's side yet, but we will see who's who's the better big in this series. I'm going to be a little – I'm going to hop to a couple of different places here because a couple of different things I want to say. Um, start with the positives for the Nuggets. Um, I'll bite my words. I will eat all my freaking words about the Denver Nuggets. I have stated Thank multiple you. times one of the this is one of the rare times that I was wrong that I said the Denver Nuggets were frauds in the nicest way possible. I said they were frauds and that the Raptors of the Eastern Conference not they're gonna be a great regular season team. they're going to they're not gonna get over that hump. Last night they got over that hump by a large margin. Um, now the Clippers are the Raptors of the West. Can't get out the second round. And number two, Nikola Jokic is the best center in basketball. I, I, I and when I did my top, my, my top 20 NBA players rankings, I gave Embiid the slight knock because I just look at Embiid, I'm like, you are the most talented, one of the more dominant players in the league. Yeah, I gave him be the notch. But we judge players based off of postseason performance. Nikola Jokic is is officially the the, the 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 top ten player. The top ten player. And really quickly, I came up with the list. I'm gonna go through my top ten players right now. Warner can react, and then I'll get back. We can get back to like discussion about the Clippers or what have you. Uh, let's start off at number number ten. Number ten is actually up for grabs. Between Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum is up for grabs. Number nine, I got Nikola Jokic. Okay. Um, number eight, I think it's six, seven, eight. You could put that any way you want. I would not care. Uh, but me, I got, I got Damian Lillard at number eight, James Harden at number seven, Luka Doncic at number six. Okay. We good so far? I, I have a few comments, but I, I don't have anything major. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, number five. Number five, I got Anthony Davis. Number four, I got Steph. Steph still be on the list. I, I, I decided to be nice and kept KD out of it. Steph is number four. Thank you. Uh, number three, I got Giannis. Despite the collapse that was game seven last night, Kawhi Leonard is still better than Giannis. And number one. It's LeBron. Your reaction, and I'm going to continue about last night's game. When you had Jokic at number nine, I was thinking, wait a minute. Didn't he have Embiid at number eight last time? I had Embiid at number 10. Oh, you did? Okay. Um, 
but I don't have really any major quarrel. Um, I think I think I'd take Damian Lillard over Harden, and I think I'd take him over Luca too. But they can go either way. And um, that's why I said six to eight. You can put that any order you want. I, actually, I'll go into more detail. Luca's number six is one of the last time since LeBron. We have seen a 21-year-old in his second freaking year be as good as Luka Doncic has. And he also kind of made me bite my words just a little bit. Where I feel like they're not clutch. <laughs> he kind of made me bite my words a little bit there as well. Um, so, and, and, and really, if you take out the two game series ending buzzer beater shots from Damian Lillard. Him and James Harden in the postseason are about the same players. So uh postseason take out the two series ending game winners, they're about the same player in the postseason. Number so right, numbers wise or value wise? Numbers wise. Value wise actually value wise it's Dame. Mm-hmm. No um, I would, if I wanted, I, I think you could have an argument to have Harden at nine, Jokic at eight, and then Luka and Dame, just because Jokic has had pretty much already more playoff success than Harden has, um, being the leader of his team. And I'd say, I'd say, mm-hmm. this, I'd say this Harden, Nuggets team, Harden, 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 I'd say this. Harden was, Harden was 27 mysteries away from being the Golden State Warriors, so. 27. That's a lot. Oh, only, um, 27. only twenty-seven. I I would say that um that Rockets team that oh, that was that had a shot to beat Golden State was a better team or it was a better team than this Nuggets team is now. But other than that, I really have no no quarrel with your list. I'm glad you kept um Mr. Kevin Durant out after that Achilles. Um looks like Alex finally talked some sense into you. No, but, no, uh, I was just tired of your whining about being completely honest. But, but um, I think Giannis might have a shot to take number two from Kawhi or even no, number one from LeBron no, next year. No, oh, okay. Not yeah, yeah, next year. He, next he year. would he would have to perform in the playoffs. We judge players based on a playoff performance, and Giannis would have to perform in the playoffs next year, which he hasn't. Here's here's my only gripe gripe against Kawhi. When he won the championship with the Spurs, he was probably the third or the fourth option. Then, when he won the championship with Toronto, he had to go through the Eastern Conference, which wasn't that that good, wasn't as good as it is now by any shot. And then faced a kind of half slash one third strength Golden State Warriors team. And he it played phenomenal. Then, if Clay he was played, there, they still lose. He played phenomenally, but yes, if Clay was healthy, then the Warriors, I think, take that series in seven. So we haven't really and, and this this year he's had the best team that he's ever had with the Clippers with him being a top option. That Spurs team was pretty pretty good when they beat the Heat, um, but he wasn't the top option. So we we really haven't seen him really do it against the like, decent to good playoff competition, and then. And then a good finals match. Now we're gonna see how good the Nuggets really are, but I I think if the Lakers make quick work of them, that's a, that's a bigger indictment against Kawhi. This is the first time in Kawhi Leonard's career that he's had the pressure of 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Of, of, of potentially being the best player in the world. This is the first he, time he really didn't have pressure. the pressure. He didn't have the pressure to win the championship last year, really. I mean, with Toronto. No pressure in Toronto. Yeah. No pressure. He had no pressure in San Antonio. First time, first time he ever has real pressure, and you perform like that. That looks bad. And now let's go back to the Clippers so I can actually get my thoughts on last night's game. I tried. By the way, way, in the game, Kawhi was a minus 21 and Paul George was a minus 20 on the floor. I think it was a month ago. No, maybe a little more than a month ago. We did an interview with Miss Sabrina Merchant from SB Nation covering the Clippers and the Lakers. And I said on that episode, I was very critical of Paul George. And because you 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 judge players, you evaluate players on their postseason performance. And this is at least at least the third straight. And even in his last year in Indiana, he did show up big time against that Cavs team. And I think the point differential in that series, the Cavs swept them in 2017. The uh the point differential was like seven and through four games. So all four games were incredibly close. So even don't get the job. Indiana, we gave you the benefit of the doubt. Because you were like, hey, you didn't have a real team. You, Okay, going fine. Against LeBron. You're going up against LeBron. I, I, the- hold on. The, I know you're going to get to the Thunder in a minute. He did kind of have like half of a shoulder to shoot with. What's I his do, excuse for so, 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 I'm, so, agreeing with, no, I'm agreeing with you that he has consistently not come up in the playoffs since that gruesome injury in leaving Indiana. But I just don't think you can hold the Thunder one against him too much. Because of the shoulder. Okay, injury. maybe last, maybe last year. But what about the year before that? Did he have one leg that year? Is, is that? Uh, I, I agree with you on that year, and what just happened. But I think that the 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 when they got eliminated by Damian Lillard in the play in the Trailblazers. Okay, so okay, so okay, so 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 last year, right? Um, you and you and. Sabrina, more so Sabrina. You guys brought up how oh, he's a world-class defender. No, no, you guys specifically said this. Paul George plays defense. Kyrie doesn't play defense. Russell Westbrook doesn't play defense. Okay, he plays defense. CJ McCollum was getting buckets in that series. Damian Lillard was don't getting say, Don't say you guys. I just said he is Y'all. a good defender. I said he's a good defender. No, no. I recall it exactly because I brought up – because because you and Sabrina were like, okay, Russell Westbrook above Paul George. You're, uh, you're very right, Brad Spores. You're you're extremely right. They did not play together at all. Yes, thank you. Um, um, crap. What was Should about to say? Should not have load managed that much. That's what Paul George. Paul George has constantly not shown up in the playoffs, and I look like the freaking genius that I am after last night's game. Now, here's the problem with the Clippers, right? And also, here's another thing. Paul George, Paul George, stop making excuses for one year. One year, you get bounced out the playoffs. He does not make an excuse. Last year, when, when Damian Lillard hit that big time shot on you, what was your post game? What, what was your post game response? That, that, that was a bad shot. This nope. year, this year, what your? He shouldn't have taken that shot. This, I, this I was as good as I thought I needed to. 
great in games that don't matter. Thank you, Brad Sports. You know what? That's the deal. We, I want you on the show now. Um, um, crap. And then this year, oh well, we, we didn't have enough. We didn't have enough togetherness and team chemistry. Blah blah blah. Um, and, 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 and we 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 never felt that this was a championship or bus season. What? Everybody else did. Everybody what? else got that. You, and you don't you don't build a team around Kawhi Leonard and Paul George with practically only two years on their contract and not say it's a championship or bus season. Are you kidding me? At least the Western Conference Final, at least the Western Conference Finals are bus season, and they didn't even make that. I mean, seriously, and, and and to the load managing point, like ultimately, if your two star players want to say, "Hey, listen, Doc, I, I, I understand and I agree that we need rest and we shouldn't burn ourselves out, but we got to play together some." And and he's going to, he is going to listen. And because those are his two-star players, because if he doesn't have the support of them, he's not really going to have the support of anybody else, except maybe Lou Will or, or Harold, who yes, will not be there. I just want to say one more thing. Is Warner's home phone. Is- um, I also pointed out that we – I'm, I'm going to give Warner credit, too. He also pointed this out really well. The reason why we didn't pick the Clippers is because – and when, when it gets testy, this Clippers team isn't built to go in a close game against the Lakers or against the Nuggets or against any real threat in the West. Look at, Even look the Mavericks. I mean, the Mavericks almost took him out. If and, KP didn't get ejected, that would, that would have been a very, if very – If doesn't get ejected game one, they probably won game one. Luka gets hurt game two. I think that was game two. Or was that game three? He gets hurt. No, that was game two, I believe. And then Kristaps is out for the rest of the series. The little rest gift you game one. Kristaps is gone. And when Kristaps goes out, it's 2 2. All right, let's move on to the next one. Game one, Eastern Conference. Warner, what's the biggest takeaway from last night's crazy game one? I would say that I think. I don't want to sound like I'm hating on anybody too much. It was only a three-point difference. Thank you, Brad Sports. Thank you, Brad Sports. Appreciate the love. It it was only a three-point point point differential, and it was a good statistical game by Tatum. He had 30 points and 14 rebounds. Here's what what I got to say. I think the bench didn't play as well as they could have for the Celtics. I think Tatum needs to be that guy. Needs to, and I know he's he's like showed that more consistently, but I think he needs to just pound the rock, be that guy, and finish the game. He had a really really good game otherwise, but I think he needs to really finish it. And um, it's great that Marcus Smart gets twenty six, and Jalen Brown and Kimba Walker at seventeen and nineteen respectively. But I think you're kind of looking for a little little bit more. Um, from either of those two spots, maybe 20 or, or 22 uh, from, from one of those guys. And um, then you win the game easily. And then just a really, really good game by, by the Heat, playing Miami Heat basketball. They basically had four guys in, in uh, tw- the 20-point range. Bam had 18, but I'm counting him anyways. Uh, Drogic had 29. Crowder had 22. Really big names. And that's the advantage. They can just play the hot hands off the bench. 
Crowder and Drogic starting. And then you have uh, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Myers Leonard, Andre Godala all coming off the bench. And Tyler Hero actually had a pretty good game off the bench too, 11 rebounds and 12 points. So I think it was a very cohesive game by the Heat. And and I, I'm expecting the other six games because I think that we will play six more games to be exactly like this within one or two shots. Um, first, give credit to Miami. Give credit to Miami. That the, the block by Bam, first off, people say that that's the greatest defensive play of all time. Um, that, 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 uh, um, I mean, in the playoff, greatest defensive play made in the playoffs. Um, I'm sorry. It was one particular game seven just four years ago. Um, tie game in, in the toughest LeBron, place to play. LeBron, I'm I'm a LeBron fan. I get offended when people say that they're better. I mean, no. you do. You, 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 but this you, is true. I I can agree with you, but but I think you're acting like I'm okay. just saying. How, I'm just, that they're was coming, game they're, one. They're coming for my boy. They're coming for LeBron. That 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 strikes me in a way that is not cool, man. I got to defend LeBron. LeBron doesn't need you to defend him. That was game one. That was game last night was game one in the conference finals. That was game seven in the NBA finals. A bigger situation, yes, yes, I, I know. It was it was undoubtedly a bigger situation. And worst case scenario, uh, that game goes to double overtime. That's game seven. Golden State goes up two, and the game is completely different if LeBron is a block that. That's all I'm going to say. But um, I said Boston needed to win that game, and this is exactly why. First of all, Boston should have won that game in the first place. That's number one. Number two, I said Boston needed to win that game because you're facing Miami down one. Oh, Kemba has been playing well. He was one for nine from three-point range last night. He did get 17 points. But hey. you're missing Gordon Hayward. You're hey, missing. Can I – I was just looking through the team stats, and Miami made one more field goal. Then Boston and one more three pointer than Boston, and it was a three point game. I mean, you, you can't get any closer than that. It was it was an outstanding game. Um, Miami shot a little bit better from the field, but Boston shot better from the line. The rebounds was was a it was a seven rebound split. I mean, just what a what a game. I I, I think I'm not trying to say it doesn't matter because of course it matters, but I mean. You can't take this if you're the Celtics or the Heat and say, oh, yeah, if you're the Heat, oh, yeah, we, we got these guys in the bag. Or if we're the oh, Celtics, no, no, oh, no. We're, we're, oh, no, we needed Gordon Hayward so bad. We, we, unless he comes back, there's no way we can win. And, and you know, it was an outstanding game. It just shows the competition between these two teams, and I think it's going to be a great series. And, uh, you know, once Gordon Hayward gets back, maybe Gordon Hayward makes two more threes, and the Celtics win by three points this time. Three points. But – um. I mean, just what a game. We don't know the impact that Hayward's going to have. We assume it's going to be a good impact because he's a very good player and he's he could be one of their starters, if not the sixth man off the bench. Um, but we don't 100% know that he's going to be the difference maker. In a series where – or in a postseason where Kemba Walker has been, at least as the first round, not – the All Star, or even he's been, he's been, yeah, oh, okay, thanks. 
or the star caliber guy. And really quickly, just want to point this, just randomly throw this out there. In the games Gordon Hayward played against Miami, he's averaged 22 points. Uh, he's averaged 22 points and uh, eight rebounds on 56% from the field. So we, we, we don't know if he'll have any impact at all, but 22 points and eight rebounds. Just, but, but back to what I was saying about last night, Jason Tatum, you got to finish the game, my guy. You have, you have multiple opportunities late in the fourth, in the overtime, to put your stamp on the game. And I, I, I said the winner of this series between Jimmy and Tatum is going is that that number ten spot is there for me. Jay, I want to give it to Jason Tatum because I rave about Jason Tatum. He's going to be one of the more prolific scorers when he enters his prime. This scary. I, I read a list. It's a short list of all time greats that have made it to the finals in the year. And win finals MVP, it's like Kobe LeBron. No, no, age 20. I'll have to find the graphic again. Um, but he would join an elite class of, of, of players if he were to make it to the finals this year. And he, and he, I want him to prove that he is that guy. But Jason, that guy finishes that game last night. I mean, you, you got to find some way to finish. That game last night, that is a game, which is why I said I like Boston to win the series, but it is so much easier. I don't know if that's the right word. It's a lot less harder, rather, to have to to lose get to lose game one with against this Miami team and then bring them back in and have to try to rally around. And by the way, game two tomorrow night, I think it's a must win for this ball. Oh yeah, you cannot go down 2-0 to this Miami team. You can't do it. Yeah. Um, uh, to, the, to the Gordon Hayward thing though, real quick. I'm not saying that he wouldn't have good games, but he might take away from some guys. He might um, not necessarily slow down uh, the tempo, but he might change it a little bit. That just makes it feel a little bit off. So Miami could take another how? game that maybe well, that maybe they how? wouldn't uh, be able. When was the last time he played? A little while ago. The first round, but you're saying like he's gonna yeah. change the tempo. This isn't Boston from last year. There is cohesion. They love playing with each other. They have that team chemistry. Marcus Smart is one of the most unselfish guys you'll find out there. Campbell Walker may be the most unselfish superstar or star, whatever you want to call him, out there. Okay. The adjustment period is going to be completely fine, I think, for Boston when Gordon Hayward returns back to. To, to the rotation. And I think they need him to win this series. If last night was an indication for me. You need Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, we, we, neck and neck, they're neck and neck without him. I think Gordon Hayward takes them to a real, legit NBA championship contender, like could challenge the Lakers if the Lakers take care of business. We'll talk about that tomorrow um, with Gordon Hayward. Without Gordon Hayward, they're not serious threats, and they're neck and neck with Miami. Without them, with Gordon Hayward, I think they win the series for sure. I wouldn't little, say for sure, but I think they have a lot better chance. I think I think it's more I think it's more of an even playing field without them. Basically, all I'm saying. Um. Yeah. So really quickly, 
Uh, let's. Are we can? Uh, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, actually, we're running out of time. So tomorrow on Sports Online, we'll look at Denver LA game one preview for uh game one preview. Um. Game one preview. Uh, crap. Yeah, for Friday, my bad. Um, we'll also do our NFL game predictions. And uh, we'll do one topic. Uh, actually, we want to keep it short and sweet. Run a long time here. Two minutes left. Who, who are you more worried about, Tampa or New Orleans after week one? Um, I'm worried more about New Orleans. Um, Tampa's going to get more cohesive. As the year goes on, um, now Tom Brady did throw a pick six for his second straight game, um, playoffs last year, being the first. <laughs> um, but um, I'm worried about worried about the Saints, even though they won. I think Drew Brees is is not the Drew Brees that we've seen, and I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. I don't think he's going to win another championship um, before he inevitably retires. Real quick though, Sean, um, you want to make predictions for tomorrow's game? For Thursday night football. The no, Browns Thursday are going to win. If the Browns don't win, I, oh, oh, my gosh. Baker may lose his job depending on how he performs. Odell is already trade when we're surfacing. A lot is at stake tomorrow if they lose. All right, but that is sports headlines. The most obsessive place in sports. Really quickly to answer my question, New Orleans. And that's hence why we had New Orleans. Unlike some people, we didn't have new ones in our top three, top four, the elite teams in the NFL, because we're both concerned about them. And that's why we do that tomorrow. Remember, we'll predict some games tomorrow for uh, the NFL. Uh, we'll, I'll explain that a little more in detail. Um, game two, Heat Celtics tomorrow. We'll do a preview in game one, Nuggets Lakers. I can't tell you with a straight face. I'm not just a tad bit anxious. For that series to get over with, like I'm a little, I'm a little antsy. It should be a fun series, uh, but give you a little preview. I got Lakers in six. Because here, last thing, Den LA, the Lakers have something that the that the Jazz don't have and the Clippers don't have, and what they have, um, what they have is a big that is as versatile and can play and come out and guard. Nicole Jokic. Carroll couldn't do that. Rudy Gobert is best when he's protecting the rim. So uh, with that being said, I think I think the Lakers will be able to stop him to some degree. And I got LA and six. That's the that's SAC most authentic place in sports to left Warner is anything he wants to say. No, thank you guys for watching. See y'all tomorrow.